Chapter Four of Audubon's Western Journal, eighteen forty nine to eighteen fifty, by John Woodhouse Audubon. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Four: Across the Mexican Mountains to Altar, Part One. June twenty eighth. Left Paral at noon, leaving Carroll, E. A. Lambert, J. S. Lambert, J. Black, Pennypacker, and Joseph Lambert to follow after burying poor Teller. Before this, we had sold our Jersey wagon for $275, and I refused $250 for two mules, as I did not dare to start shorthanded in animals. Their lives here are so uncertain." our start was late not only owing to the loss of our companion but because the night previous we had a severe storm with thunder and lightning which had drenched tents blankets and men many of the men were stiff and cold and we had to dry the tents and blankets to save weight on our mules but when we did start we wound along a glen that led to our first view of the spurs of the eastern chain of the rocky mountains and exclamations of delight burst from all we rode until six this evening twenty miles when another terrific storm coming on we camped on a grassy flat among mesquite and scrub oaks with good feeding for horses but bad water it rained too hard to make a fire so we dined on bread and parrel cheese not bad i assure you each man was served with a tin cup of brandy and water the question was brought up as to whether or not brandy was essential except in real illness as we sat in the dim light of our lantern drenched and cold we decided in the affirmative and if our friends could have seen us they would i think have sanctioned the vote at ten o'clock i turned myself and my guard out and henry mallory and his twelve men were my relief the guard being unusually large thieves here being so numerous that guards must be close enough to see each other even on a dark night june twenty ninth we passed through patches of beautiful scarlet lilies that sometimes were an acre in extent gorgeous and splendid and contrasting with an equally abundant blue flowering plant like larkspur but alas i am no botanist we here came to the first great ascent we had made for some time had we not been told that Lazarca was the highest point in central Mexico, we should have thought ourselves a thousand feet higher than at any previous time on our trip. Up we went through scrub, post, and live oaks filled with mistletoe, and a most beautiful laurel, with the stems and branches bright cinnamon orange. At last we arrived at the top of the ridge, and came to a jutting point, giving a view of the most magnificent mountain pass that can be imagined. Our men gave a shout for mere exultation, and I partook of their buoyant spirits and cried out, Three cheers for these glorious hills! And such cheers! Echo after echo responded, and we gazed then in silence at the superb cliffs, volcanic, basaltic, and sandstone, all discolored with the iron prominent on the surface and below us the beauties of a little torrent that dashed on to the west as fast as i could have wished to go 
our course was downward now and as we descended the forest grew taller laurel pine oak a wild cherry a cedar new to me two feet six inches in diameter with balls and foliage like arbor vitae and bark furrowed like an ash ornamented the beautiful gorge besides there were the common cedar and many splendid walnut trees to describe the road would be rather difficult it was just passable that is to say could be passed in many places not easy work for our packs most of us led our horses either to save them or ourselves for a stumble might send us two or three hundred feet down and was not to be risked just as we reached the valley maybury was taken ill with what resembled cholera and could not ride on in the heat of the day so dr trask simpson mallory and pennypacker remained behind with him the rest of us went on for ten miles and encamped on a beautiful rolling prairie under some post and narrow-leaved swamp oaks it rained most violently as usual as it has done every evening since we entered the mountains fortunately before it began mayberry and the men left to care for him reached camp june thirtieth a fine morning as we had no fresh meat we took a little bacon our never-failing standby and going on came to huajita and camped two miles beyond here we bought a six-month-old calf for five dollars and abundance of corn for two dollars and fifty cents per cargo six bushels i am so enchanted with the wild beauty all about us that i could almost stay months to enjoy it it is all new to me the hills and mountains are different in shape from any i have seen the plants trees rock all strange and as we take our horses to the beautiful creek to drink curious fish come to look at their noses july first again our road was uphill and most dangerous so most of us walked but with all our care nearly lost two mules by missteps the narrow passes are so worn by the trains of pack mules that to secure safe footing each mule puts his foot in the same worn hole that other mules have trod for perhaps fifty years previously two of our train failing to do this rolled over four or five times and how they ever recovered their footing is a mystery a horse under similar conditions would have gone to the bottom to us so long suffering from drought and bad water the showers that come daily in the afternoon about three o'clock and the little streams we cross are most enchanting the ride to-day was very interesting july second we are leaving the mountains and i dread the plains again they are so monotonous we found some wild grapes and to us the most matured were not sour liscombe was taken ill to-day with dysentery and we feared we should lose him tone put him on his horse the easiest we had and carroll was most kind to him we were compelled to go on but we gave him short rests as frequently as we could gradually the plain narrowed and as we neared the ridge of mountains which bounds one side of the valley of santa cruz we passed the ruins of a once beautiful mission it was a low gothic style of architecture built of yellowish white sandstone 
we waited in the shade of the walls of santa cruz to rest young liscombe and the main company wound its way along to a rancho a few miles distant where we could get corn for the horses and mules i did not have time to see enough of santa cruz to describe it like all the towns of this part of the country it has the remains of strong walls that fifty years ago gave safety from the incursions of the indians as the day cooled we took liscombe on and crossed the conscious river called by the natives of course the rio grande as they call every river in mexico on reaching camp i found langdon havens had killed three glossy ibises at one shot they are most abundant here also white egrets and green herons and i was delighted to see buff-necked cormorants of california and many other birds strange and new but no time have i to study them or even to secure and prepare specimens and how could i carry them if i had them i was called here to see carroll who while measuring corn was taken with a violent fit after which he was so exhausted we had to leave him behind with four men and we rode ten miles further on and at the setting of the sun came to a little river with high bluffs and most beautiful in the light and shade given by the clouds our path has been most precipitous alternately descending and ascending to and from the river never in any country have i seen more beautiful lands we rode through groves of water oak and what i should call willow oaks with a sweet little acorn almost as good as a nut occasionally pines and cedars and there are many little brooks in nearly all of which are fish so i presume there must be water holes all the year round antelopes are seen from time to time but only one or two a day wonderfully scarce for a country apparently so well adapted for both deer and antelopes the black-tailed hare is seen too but scarce compared to the numbers we saw after leaving paris leaving this place we rode along a sandy bottom which in the rainy season is the bed of a torrent we left just before sunrise and the heavy dew of this country gave such freshness to all vegetation that nature seemed more luxuriant than ever the prairies at this season present to our view many beautiful flowers nearly all of a most delicate character like primroses larkspurs sweet williams nettles six feet high their blue flowers almost hiding the rich green of their stinging leaves extend sometimes for miles along the sand bars the cactus seems to have been left behind we now found quantities of mushrooms looking like the same species at home and having the same flavor both raw and cooked the minerals i cannot speak of but dr trask tells me that there is a good deal of silver and some gold in the earth mixed with quantities of lead the stone is sandstone and now and then we see most beautiful marbles black and white in strata as if laid by hand we killed three pigeons to-day and have seen many of what i take to be either stellar's jay or the ultramarine but they are so shy we cannot get at them one of the boys gave me two young marmots but i cannot place them though the spots are a good deal like the mexican but not regular enough for that species the land snail which as far as monterey was abundant has gradually disappeared and we are now free from it 
the eatables in this country are scarce no vegetables except beans onions and a very small pea beans are seventy-five cents an almud corn one and a half to three dollars a faneja nearly three bushels cattle half grown three to twelve dollars sheep from a dollar and a half to two dollars hogs strange to say run up to eighteen and twenty dollars and are fattened expressly for the lard which is as high as eight dollars for twenty-five pounds and a very large fat animal has sold for fifty dollars concepcion about the twentieth town of the name we have passed is a dirty little place with a church and a nunnery the inhabitants are like all other mexicans and are in eternal dread of the apaches so far we have not seen a hostile indian and only once a trail which was that of the taramari tribe and our guide said were not bravos many of the people take advantage of us as an escort and run along either before or behind and at night camp near us july second we wound along the meanderings of the river verde sometimes smooth and again a dashing torrent and reached el rancho arishi deserted by its original owners it is worked by taramari indians and owned now by someone whose name we could not find out we tried to buy cattle for we had had no fresh meat for several days but any we pointed out could not be bought no owner could be found i told van horn our best shot to pick out the fattest yearling he could find and we would pay the owner if he came forward the beast was no sooner shot than a man claimed the price by the time we had dressed the animal and packed the four quarters on our meat mules no vestige was seen of the dead animal entrails head etc being carried off by the indians from this rancho we had to leave our beautiful stream for a mountain pass and the first precipice we ascended cost watkinson his horse the poor brute had no bones broken but was so lame from his fall that we had to leave him behind there was plenty of grass and water in the valley near which he fell and we hoped he would be found and cared for not eaten as among these indians is the rule when horses or mules are broken down or injured in places our road was almost impassable but we reached the top of the first hill and had a view of the next about three times higher we could see very distinctly the zigzag line of our road in the red clay between the rocks and stones and foresaw hard work for ourselves and our animals down we went and in half an hour after began the new ascent we were compelled to leave a mule here and to divide his pack between two or three other animals soon after we made the last ascent most abrupt and trying of all but from the summit had a magnificent view of a broad plain such as i have never seen surpassed on either hand mountain after mountain covered with oak and pine and contrasts of sun and shade were before us and the velvety distance ended in a rainbow after a heavy descent we encamped on the brink of a little creek overhung by tall pines here we saw two elk and jack black mounted on a tired mule thought he could get near enough to have a shot but after going about two miles changed his mind july third 
this morning we started early and our road along this little stream was beautiful and so quiet that i lagged behind to enjoy it as much as possible but in a short time we began a stony ascent of two miles after which came an uncomfortable descent into another beautiful valley but with poor grass here we took a short rest and then continued reaching at noon to mochik on a little river of the same name the old mission had only the original tower the rest of the building is now adobe the river here makes a sudden turn from southeast to northwest and we took it upstream it runs through miles of sandstone worn into cliffs and fissures presenting the most fantastic shapes imaginable delighting us at every turn we looked in vain for fish in the most tempting of eddies and holes but saw very few little trout about five inches long were all that rewarded our search we crossed and recrossed this stream twenty-two times in about seven miles and encamped on a sandy bottom covered with fine pines here i saw steller's jays and clement shot one for me i also saw a fox squirrel but i could not get it and do not know its species a magnificent hawk flew over us he had two white bands on his tail could it be falco lagopus fourth of july pazo chapadaro calm misty silent the sun soon threw its red light over all we saw to the west but was hidden by the range of mountains to the east which we had passed till mastering at an effort as it seemed the highest ridge it burst forth in all its splendour in the bottom of my saddle-bags rolled in a handkerchief was a flag given me by poor hamilton bowden and by the time the haze had gone it floated in the breeze from the top of the highest tree near our camp nature was all in a smile and we prepared to spend the day according to our various inclinations some slept some basked in indolence some started off to look for game some looked to their saddle-bags and blankets all was rest at least from travel and i unpacked my paper and pencils and made a sketch of the fourth of july camp wild cattle were abundant and noon saw our camp in possession of a fine heifer shot by roads steaks were broiled and fried ribs roasted brains stewed in the skull delicacies under such circumstances unequalled by the cuisine of a palace when evening came mess number four all good singers gave us some beautiful choruses from operas as well as simpler songs and as night brought the solemn quiet and the moon glided in its ordained course old hundred was sung with the most solemn feelings of reverence and adoration july fifth Cabalana four o'clock saw us on our way we rode some hours along the valley rich in grass shade trees and springs of delicious water then came a steep ascent and most of us had to walk we lost another mule to-day but before leaving it succeeded in getting it to the tableland at the top of the gorge we had just ascended it was a beautiful grove of pines and plenty of short green grass was underfoot and most welcome sight a log house looking so like home that a dozen of the boys rode off to see a white woman 
but their disappointment was great it was simply the house of a mexican who had been in texas some years and had learned how to live in a little comfort july sixth santa borgia the woods to-day were most luxuriant as we wound round the gorge that commenced again our ascent to some still higher mountains our common robin was abundant and a large green parrot with a red head was seen in every clump of pines but its uncouth squalling was distracting except the cardinal and other growth beaks how few birds of splendid plumage have sweet voices july seventh pitoque to-day we have followed one of the most extraordinary gorges we have seen crossing and winding along the banks of a beautiful little stream till between giant precipices we had almost the sensation that they might tumble in to fill the gap and crush us one particularly fine white cliff we judged nine hundred feet above us topped off with high towers of nearly white sandstone its sharp lines broken by a straggling pine or scraggy cedar growing in some of the many fissures it was so grand that we left it with regret july ninth cerro pieto i saw to-day the first water ozel i ever saw alive in america and was enchanted with his movements as he jerked his wren-shaped body with sprightly activity or with whirring flight went from stone to stone or suddenly plunged in the most unnatural manner into the foaming little torrent and spread his wings half open the pinions lowest he headed upstream keeping at the bottom and went about feeding in the crevices of the rocks with as much ease if not as rapidly as a bird of the air july tenth early as we start no one murmurs i am riding a few yards apart from mess number twelve a queer lot rhodes who has crossed the plains from fort independence to santa fe eleven times and barrett a wagoner of the mexican war are both very original and perhaps would not get on well with the others but for dr trask a truly good man who is their captain it is a misty morning fire more of smoke than warmth tent wet blankets cold and clammy and we are waiting for them to dry before packing the roll has been called and each mess is preparing breakfast i hear dr trask courteously ask are those plates clean and rhodes's nonchalant answer to be sure they are didn't we eat off of em last night july twelfth conception yesterday we passed oaks with a heavy leaf glazed on the top so as to look as rich as the magnolia grandiflora of louisiana raspberries are abundant but not ripe and strawberries plentiful we camped on ground covered with dwarf huckleberries and a species of plantain of which our mules ate freely but the horses sparsely july fourteenth we commenced our day with the ascent of a steep rocky hill with the trail cut in by the mules much in the manner of those we had seen before and the road at first was so steep that we had to lead our horses one of our mules gave out completely and we had to leave it on the tableland which is almost invariably the apex of these mountains a beautiful grove of pines with short but good grass beneath made a fine contrast of colour as we camped our usual storm came on more violent than usual and we were drenched through 
lieutenant browning says the claps of thunder and flashes of lightning are very well done in this country july eighteenth our road to-day was by far the most tedious we have had being uphill nearly all the time but the view from the top almost repaid us if not our mules for the toil we arrived at the highest top near jesus maria miles of mountain tops and peaks of rock and woods are far below us through a gap we looked at clouds blending with the mists below them until the scene was like an ocean view four hours and a half of most precipitous descent brought us to a luxuriant growth of pine and spruce and passing through one of the wildest and most picturesque gorges i have ever seen we came to the extraordinary little town of jesus maria situated at the junction of two little torrents of clear beautiful water tumbling in noisy joyous splashing from rock to basin and carrying away the rubbish from this half-civilized settlement of miners as it passes through the town july nineteenth jesus maria gold and silver are both found here and the rock which contains these ores is soft and easily ground the most common way of grinding seems to be a flutter wheel fastened to a shaft which turns on another within the inner circle this inner one is water-tight and the two large stones are pulled round by ropes of rawhide fast to the wheel which is about three feet from the ground these are trailed round and smash the ore for two or three days it is then dried pulverized and washed sometimes simple washing and sometimes with amalgam of quicksilver gives the result of eight to ten marks of silver to the cargo viz three hundred pounds gold is much more variable in its profits everything used here is brought from the pacific side quicksilver irons wines and liquors even flour is sometimes brought but most of that comes from sonora which is ten days travel to the east july twentieth there was no open space large enough for us to picket our mules and pitch our tents in this town said to contain two thousand inhabitants and eventually we had to hire the only corral in the place full of fleas and dirt for which we had to pay twelve dollars per day it is only about seventy yards long and perhaps thirty broad so that we are very crowded we find here three americans two swiss and one italian who have for many years resided in this country as traders there were a number of englishmen owners and superintendents of mines who all treated us most kindly i think the view of jesus maria which i have supersedes the necessity of a verbal description of its situation but not the town itself which is the place of all others that would be selected by a man who had left behind him enemies sworn to vengeance for two minutes start up any mountains would ensure a safe retreat yet the place has its charms superb rocks wild passes and withal a vegetation so luxuriant that with the dozens of birds i could have spent weeks of enjoyment but we leave to-morrow as we have been here two days july twenty second leaving the public square yesterday we took a winding alley up the precipitous mountain two of our mules fell off the trail one rolled over ten or twelve times pack and all and then to our utter amazement got up having come by a series of falls to a small level place 
and began to eat we spent four hours going six miles to where the rear of the company encamped thirty mules and thirteen men went six miles further and mr browning found himself with three men four miles ahead of all with no other assistance and eighteen mules to care for these distances between us are the result of the unequal strength of our mules and one mule and a horse left behind us a drizzling rain came as night fell and we had a miserable night End of chapter 4, part 1